O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord is one. Blessed be the name of the glory of His kingdom for ever and ever. Amen. Good morning, Mishpacha. Welcome to the Daily Audio Torah. I'm Laura Densmore, your host, and I'm so glad you're joining in with me today. Today is Thursday, October 21. The Word of God is what protects us against deception and delusion. In the world we now live in, finding truth is something you have to seek after with all of your heart, because there are so many lies being pushed and promoted through the mainstream media. We must love truth and seek after truth. Truth is a person, and that person is Yeshua. We are warned about a strong, deluding spirit that will be present in the end days, as it is written in 2 Thessalonians 2, 9-12. The coming of the lawless one is according to the working of Hasatan, with all power, signs, and lying wonders, and with all unrighteous deception among those who perish, because they did not receive the love of the truth, that they might be saved. And for this reason, God will send them strong delusion, that they should believe the lie, that they all may be condemned who did not believe the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. Beloved, I believe we are rapidly approaching the end days. So guard your mind and your heart by staying in the Word and staying close to Yeshua. Are you being blessed by this ministry? Please consider supporting Daily Audio Torah. You can make a one-time or a recurring donation by going to dailyaudiotorah.com and then click on the Give pick on the navigation menu. You can then make a secure online donation there. Thank you for your prayers. And thank you for your support. Now let's continue our journey through the entire Bible in one year. This week we are reading from the Israel Bible for the Hebrew Scriptures and from the King James for the Brit Hadashah. Today we continue the Torah portion, Vayera, and it means, And He Appeared. Genesis 21, 5-21 Now Abraham was a hundred years old when his son Isaac was born to him. Sarah said, Hashem has brought me laughter. Everyone who hears will laugh with me. And she added, Who would have said to Abraham that Sarah would suckle children? Yet I have borne a son in my old age. The child grew up and was weaned, and Abraham held a great feast on the day that Isaac was weaned. Sarah saw the son whom Hagar the Egyptian had borne to Abraham playing. She said to Abraham, Cast out that slave woman and her son, for the son of that slave shall not share in the inheritance with my son Isaac. The matter distressed Abraham greatly, for it concerned a son of his. But Hashem said to Abraham, Do not be distressed over the boy or your slave, Whatever Sarah tells you, do as she says, for it is through Isaac that offspring shall be continued for you. 
As for the son of the slave woman, I will make a nation of him too, for he is your seed. Early next morning, Abraham took some bread and a skin of water and gave them to Hagar. He placed them over her shoulder together with the child and sent her away, and she wandered about in the wilderness of Beersheba. When the water was gone from the skin, she left the child under one of the bushes and went and sat down at a distance, a bow shot away, for she thought, Let me not look on as the child dies. And sitting thus afar, she burst into tears. Hashem heard the cry of the boy, and an angel of Hashem called to Hagar from heaven and said to her, What troubles you, Hagar? Fear not, for Hashem has hated the cry of the boy where he is. Come, lift up the boy and hold him by the hand, for I will make a great nation of him. Then Hashem opened her eyes, and she saw a well of water. She went and filled the skin with water and let the boy drink. Hashem was with the boy, and he grew up. He dwelt in the wilderness and became a bowman. He lived in the wilderness of Paran, and his mother got a wife for him from the land of Egypt. Jeremiah 37, 1-38-28 Zedekiah son of Josiah became the king instead of Coniah son of Jehoiakim. For King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon set him up as king over the land of Yehudah. Neither he nor his courtiers nor the people of the land gave heed to the words which Hashem spoke through the Navi Jeremiah. Yet King Zedekiah sent Jehuqal son of Shelemiah and Zephaniah, son of the Kohan Messiah, to the Navi Jeremiah, to say, Please pray on our behalf to Hashem our God. Jeremiah could still go in and out among the people, for they had not yet put him in prison. The army of Pharaoh had set out from Egypt, and when the Chaldeans who were besieging Jerusalem heard the report, they raised the siege of Jerusalem. Then the word of Hashem came to the Navi Jeremiah. Thus said Hashem, the God of Israel, Thus shall you say to the king of Yehudah who sent you to me to inquire of me. The army of Pharaoh, which set out to help you, will return to its own land, to Egypt. And the Chaldeans will come back and attack this city, and they will capture it and destroy it by fire. Thus said Hashem, Do not delude yourselves into thinking the Chaldeans will go away from us. They will not. Even if you defeated the whole army of the Chaldeans that are fighting against you, and only wounded men were left lying in their tents, they would get up and burn this city down. When the army of the Chaldeans raised the siege of Jerusalem on account of the army of Pharaoh, Jeremiah was going to leave Jerusalem and go to the territory of Benjamin to share in some property there among the people. When he got to the Benjamin gate, there was a guard officer there named Erijah, son of Shelemiah, son of Chananya, and he arrested the Navi Jeremiah, saying, You are defecting to the Chaldeans. Jeremiah answered, That's a lie. I'm not defecting to the Chaldeans. But Erijah would not listen to him. He arrested Jeremiah and brought him to the officials. 
The officials were furious with Jeremiah. They beat him and put him in prison in the house of the scribe Jehonatan, for it had been made into a jail. Thus Jeremiah came to the pit and the cells, and Jeremiah remained there a long time. Then King Zedekiah sent for him, and the king questioned him secretly in his palace. He asked, Is there any word from Hashem? There is, Jeremiah answered, and he continued, You will be delivered into the hands of the king of Babylon. And Jeremiah said to King Zedekiah, What wrong have I done to you, to your courtiers, and to this people, that you have put me in jail? And where are those Nevi'im of yours who prophesied to you that the king of Babylon would never move against you and against this land? Now please hear me, O Lord King, and grant my plea. Don't send me back to the house of the scribe Jehonathan to die there. So King Zedekiah gave instructions to lodge Jeremiah in the prison compound and to supply him daily with a loaf of bread from the baker's street until all the bread in the city was gone. Jeremiah remained in the prison compound. Shephatiah, son of Matan, Gedaliah, son of Pasher, Jukal, son of Shelemiah, and Pasher, son of Malkiah, heard what Jeremiah was saying to all the people. Thus said Hashem, Whoever remains in this city shall die by the sword, by famine, and by pestilence. But whoever surrenders to the Chaldeans shall live. He shall at least gain his life and shall live. Thus said Hashem, This city shall be delivered into the hands of the king of Babylon's army, and he shall capture it. Then the official said to the king, Let that man be put to death, for he disheartens the soldiers and all the people who are left in this city by speaking such things to them. That man is not seeking the welfare of this people, but their harm. King Zedekiah replied, He is in your hands. The king cannot oppose you in anything. So they took Jeremiah and put him down in the pit of Malchiah, the king's son, which was in the prison compound. They let Jeremiah down by ropes. There was no water in the pit, only mud, and Jeremiah sank into the mud. Avedmelech the Cushite, a eunuch who was in the king's palace, heard that they had put Jeremiah in the pit. The king was then sitting at the Benjamin gate, so Avedmelech left the king's palace and spoke to the king, O Lord King, those men have acted wickedly in all they did to the Navi, Jeremiah. They have put him down in the pit to die there of hunger, for there was no more bread in the city. Then the king instructed Evan-Melech, the Cushite, Take with you thirty men from here, and pull the Navi, Jeremiah, up from the pit before he dies. So Evan-Melech took the men with him and went to the king's palace to a place below the treasury. There they got worn clothes and rags, which they let down to Jeremiah in the pit by ropes. And Evan-Melech the Cushite called to Jeremiah, Put the worn clothes and rags under your armpits inside the ropes. Jeremiah did so, and they pulled Jeremiah up by the ropes and got him out of the pit and Jeremiah remained in the prison compound. King 
Zedekiah sent for the Navi Jeremiah and had him brought to him at the third entrance of the house of Hashem. And the king said to Jeremiah, I want to ask you something. Don't conceal anything from me. Jeremiah answered the king, If I tell you, you'll surely kill me, and if I give you advice, you won't listen to me. Thereupon King Zedekiah secretly promised Jeremiah on oath, As Hashem lives, who has given us this life, I will not put you to death or leave you in the hands of those men who seek your life. Then Jeremiah said to Zedekiah, Thus said Hashem, the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, If you surrender to the officers of the king of Babylon, your life will be spared and this city will not be burned down. You and your household will live. But if you do not surrender to the officers of the king of Babylon, this city will be destroyed and delivered into the hands of the Chaldeans, who will burn it down, and you will not escape from them. King Zedekiah said to Jeremiah, I am worried about the Judeans who have defeated, defected to the Chaldeans, that they, the Chaldeans, might hand me over to them to abuse me. They will not hand you over, Jeremiah replied. Listen to the voice of Hashem, to what I tell you, that it may go well with you and your life be spared. For this is what Hashem has shown me if you refuse to surrender. All the women who are left in the palace of the king of Yehudah shall be brought out to the officers of the king of Babylon, and they shall say, The men who were your friends have seduced you and vanquished you. Now that your feet are sunk in the mire, they have turned their backs on you. They will bring out all your wives and children to the Chaldeans, and you yourself will not escape from them. You will be captured by the king of Babylon, and this city shall be burned down. Zedekiah said to Jeremiah, Don't let anyone know about this conversation, or you will die. If the officials should hear what I have spoken with you, and they should come and say to you, Tell us what you said to the king, hide nothing from us, or we'll kill you. And what did the king say to you? Say to them, I was presenting my petition to the king not to send me back to the house of Jonathan to die there. All the officials did come to Jeremiah to question him, and he replied to them just as the king had instructed him. So they stopped questioning him, for the conversation had not been overheard. Jeremiah remained in the prison compound until the day Jerusalem was captured. First Timothy 6, 1-21 Let as many servants as are under the yoke count their own masters worthy of all honor, that the name of God and his doctrine be not blasphemed. And they that have believing masters, let them not despise them, because they are brethren, but rather do them service, because they are faithful and beloved, partakers of the benefit. These things teach and exhort. If any man teach otherwise, and consent not to wholesome words, even the words of our Lord Yeshua HaMashiach, and to the doctrine which is according to godliness, he is proud, knowing nothing, but doting about questions and strifes of words, whereof comes envy, strife, railings, evil surmisings, perverse disputings of men of corrupt minds and destitute of the truth, supposing that gain is godliness. From such withdraw yourself." But godliness with contentment 
is great gain. For we brought nothing into this world, and it is certain we can carry nothing out. And having food and clothing, let us therewith be content. But they that will be rich fall into temptation and a snare, and into many foolish and hurtful lusts, which drown men in destruction and perdition. For the love of money is the root of all evil, which, while some coveted after, they have erred from the faith and pierced themselves through with many sorrows. But you, O man of God, flee these things and follow after righteousness, godliness, faith, love, patience, meekness. Fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life, whereunto you are also called, and have professed a good profession before many witnesses. I give you charge in the sight of God, who quickens all things, and before Yeshua, who before Pontius Pilate witnessed a good confession, that you keep this commandment without spot, unrebukable until the appearing of our Lord Yeshua HaMashiach, which in his times he shall show who is the blessed, and only potentate the King of kings and Lord of lords, who only has immorality, who only has immortality, dwelling in the light which no man can approach unto, whom no man has seen, nor can see, to whom be honor and power everlasting. Amen. Charge them that are rich in this world, that they be not high-minded, nor trust in uncertain riches, but in the living God, who gives us richly all things to enjoy, that they do good, that they be rich in good works, ready to distribute, willing to communicate, laying up in store for themselves a good foundation against the time to come, that they may lay hold on eternal life. O Timothy, keep that which is committed to your trust, avoiding profane and vain babblings and oppositions of science falsely so called, which some professing have erred concerning the faith. Grace be with you. Amen. Psalm 89, 38-52 But you have cast off and abhorred, you have been wroth with your anointed. You have made void the covenant of your servant. You have profaned his crown by casting it to the ground. You have broken down all his hedges. You have brought his strong holds to ruin. All that pass by the way spoil him. He is a reproach to his neighbors. You have set up the right hand of his adversaries. You have made all his enemies to rejoice. You have also turned the edge of his sword and have not made him to stand in the battle. You have made his glory to cease and cast his throne down to the ground. The days of his youth have you shortened. You have covered him with shame. Selah. How long, Lord, will you hide yourself forever? Shall your wrath burn like fire? Remember how short my time is. Wherefore have you made all men in vain? What man is he that lives and shall not see death? Shall he deliver his soul from the hand of the grave? Selah. Lord, 
Where are your former loving kindnesses, which you swear unto David in your truth? Remember, Lord, the reproach of your servants, how I do bear in my bosom the reproach of all the mighty people, wherewith your enemies have reproached, O Lord, wherewith they have reproached the footsteps of your anointed. Blessed be the Lord for evermore. Amen and Amen. Proverbs 25:28 He that has no rule over his own spirit is like a city that is broken down and without walls. Please enjoy this beautiful worship song 10,000 Reasons by Matt Redman. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, O oh my soul, worship His holy name. Sing like never before, O oh my soul, I worship Your
Blessing from Numbers chapter 6, 24 to 26. Adonai bless you and keep you. Adonai make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. Adonai lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. <laughs> 